Coming up on 5-Minute News. Parade crash suspect was fleeing scene of domestic dispute. Biden to keep Jerome Powell as chair of Federal Reserve. And the Netherlands and Germany face tightening COVID restrictions as Austria goes into lockdown. It's Tuesday, November 23. I'm Anthony Davis. The SUV driver who ploughed into a Christmas parade in suburban Milwaukee, killing at least five people and injuring 48, was leaving the scene of a domestic dispute that had taken place just minutes earlier, Waukesha's police chief said on Monday. Dan Thompson said there was no evidence that the bloodshed on Sunday was a terrorist attack or that the suspect, Darrell Brooks Jr., knew anyone in the parade. Brooks acted alone, the chief said. 39-year-old Brooks of Milwaukee had left the site of the domestic disturbance before officers arrived and was not being chased by police at the time of the crash, according to the chief, who gave no further details on the dispute. Police said they were drawing up five charges of intentional homicide against Brooks. He has been charged with crimes 16 times since 1999 and had two outstanding cases against him at the time of the parade disaster, including one in which he was accused of deliberately running down a woman with his vehicle. On Sunday, a joyous scene of marching bands and children dancing gave way in an instant to screams and the sight of crumpled bodies as the SUV sped through barricades and struck dancers, musicians and others in the community of 72,000. The dead were identified as four women aged 52 to 79 and an 81-year-old man. Mayor Sean Riley described the parade as a Norman Rockwell-type event that became a nightmare. At least nine patients, most of them children, were listed in critical condition at two hospitals, and seven others were reported in serious condition. President Joe Biden said on Monday he is nominating Jerome Powell for a second four-year term as Federal Reserve Chair, endorsing his stewardship of the economy through a brutal pandemic recession in which the Fed's ultra-low-rate policies helped bolster confidence and revitalize the job market. Biden also said he would nominate as Vice Chair Lael Brainard, the lone Democrat on the Fed's Board of Governors, and the preferred alternative to Powell amongst many progressives. His decision strikes a note of continuity and bipartisanship at a time when surging inflation is burdening households and raising risks to the economy's recovery. In backing Powell, a Republican who was elevated to his post by President Donald Trump, Biden brushed aside complaints from progressives that the Fed has weakened bank regulation and has been slow to take account of climate change in its supervision of banks. In a second term that begins in February, Powell would face a difficult and high-risk balancing act. Inflation has reached a three-decade high, causing hardship for millions of families, clouding the recovery and undercutting the Fed's mandate to keep prices stable. But with the economy still 4 million-plus jobs shy of its pre-pandemic level, the Fed has yet to meet its other mandate of maximizing employment. If confirmed, Powell would remain one of the world's most powerful economic officials. By either raising or lowering its short-term interest rate, the Fed seeks to either cool or stimulate growth and hiring, and to keep prices stable. 
Its efforts to direct the US economy, the largest in the world, typically have global consequences. Germany and the Netherlands have been told they should face still tougher COVID restrictions, as the German health minister made the startling prediction that most of his compatriots would be vaccinated, cured or dead by the end of winter. With Europe again at the centre of the pandemic, ushering in tighter controls mainly on the unvaccinated across the continent, on Monday Austria became the first West European country to re-enter lockdown since vaccination began earlier this year. Stricter rules have already sparked clashes in Belgium and the Netherlands, with the Dutch Prime Minister Mark Root describing the rioters as idiots and his Belgian counterpart Alexander de Croo calling the violence absolutely unacceptable. The outgoing German Chancellor Angela Merkel said tighter restrictions were needed. Eastern European countries where vaccination rates are even lower have been experiencing some of the highest death tolls in the world, with hospitals overrun in Bulgaria and Romania. More than 38,000 new cases were confirmed in Germany over the past 24 hours, and a sharp rise in the last few weeks has left intensive care units near capacity. The worst-hit regions have ordered new shutdowns, including Christmas markets. In Austria, the seven-day COVID incidence rate hit a record of 1,110 per 100,000 people, prompting the government to tell people to work from home if they can and to shut cafes, restaurants, bars, theatres and non-essential shops for at least 10 days. The return of severe COVID restrictions brought about 40,000 protesters onto Vienna's streets on Saturday, resulting in violent demonstrations in Brussels and led to three nights of rioting across the Netherlands over the weekend. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.